I am excited to bring you my new book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You. This book details my journey of coming to the United States and being excited to embrace the American culture. But unfortunately, my culture was not accepted and I found myself being bullied as a young girl. And in this process, I decided that I wanted to disconnect from my culture to be more accepted into American culture. And through that process, I got so depressed from trying to fit in that I attempted suicide my freshman year in high school. So this book talks about the journey of what I did to become radically transformed to be the strong woman I am today. This book is something that's really going to enable the reader to understand and embrace who they are, embrace what makes them special, and become radically transformed. Get your copy today at becomingatrendsetter.com. Again, that is becomingatrendsetter.com. Or check it out at my website at AishaThomas.org. What's up, guys? I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Internal Fire. And today I want to talk to you guys about self-care and the importance of it. Now, I'm not talking about just getting your nails done or getting a haircut, taking a nap. I want you to think about it from a different lens. So we're going to talk about three out of the five today. So get your notepads and get ready to learn a little bit more about self-care. So I didn't understand the importance of self-care or even understand what it was about until I became an adult. So over the weekend, I had an event and what I've been doing when it comes to youth, I've been educating and on educating them on things that I think will be important for them to work on now as they transition into adulthood. Like I say all the time, our youth are dealing with so much more pressures and things that they weren't or what I, I wasn't dealing with those things that they're dealing with now, especially with the access of social media. They just have so much access to so much more information, which is affecting them mentally. It's affecting them in so many ways. So I believe that as a older millennial, as an elder to some, that it's important for me to educate them on ways that they can help themselves in overcoming a lot of the traumas or a lot of the pains and transitions that they experience now. So one of the main topics I talked about this weekend was self-care, but self-care in a different aspect, not just getting your nails done, getting your hair cut, just having a day off to run errands, but really a deeper idea of self-care. And there are five different ways, but today we're going to talk about three ways. I really didn't understand the idea of putting myself first sometimes. I thought it was all about family, and it is. Family is important. My children are important. Bettering myself is important. But there was never a moment where I pretty much stopped and was like, you know what, I'm shutting down. I am going to work on me in a different way. I'm going to spend more time working on me. And when I really understood the idea or understood the importance of self-care, it really changed my life. I've been able to accomplish things this year that I've been wanting to accomplish for years. I'm going to say that again. There are things that you probably want to accomplish that you can have done within a year that you haven't completed in years because you haven't taken care of yourself in these different ways. 
It's amazing to think it ha- it hasn't even been a year yet. It'll be a year officially in October and I've been able to complete my book. I've been able to start my business. I've been able to speak. I've been able to do so many things that I had visioned in my mind for years just because I started to really pay attention to what self-care looked like. So we're going to first talk about the typical one that we hear about a lot. Emotional self-care is extremely important. You have to be able to learn how to manage your emotions without allowing your emotions to manage you. There are people who will let their emotions drive their day. You could have a day in traffic that was too stressful and now your whole day is messed up. Now your whole day is focused on how you had this situation in traffic. This person cut you off and now you walk into work angry. And now because you're angry at work, when you see a certain email from somebody, you're angry. And now when your boss comes and talks to you, you're still angry. And now that makes you remember something else that happened that makes you even more angry. So it continues to spiral your day. And it was just that one little moment, one little moment that happened has now turned into an entire bad day. When you could have said, you know what? It is what it is. I'm sure I've cut somebody off sometimes. I'm sure I've done the same thing that person did. Or, you know, you just have to find a way to let that roll over your shoulders and start working on controlling your emotions. So emotional self-care is learning how to basically address your emotions, being aware that it's there, working on how to manage manage it. And that could be from talking it out. It might be from a lot of the young girls I spoke with this weekend talking about listening to music. It could be through meditation. It could be just taking a moment and journaling. So find a way where you can start addressing those emotions, recognizing that it's there first. Because the reality is I want you to recognize, man, I'm not feeling too, I'm not feeling happy today. Now ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Does it deal with trauma? Does it deal with something that happened recently or in the past? Ask yourself those questions so you can start to pull, peel back the onion and determine why you have this emotion. Because we have people who walk around with these certain type of emotions, but they're being triggered on a regular basis. So if they know that if it's a phone call, if it's an interaction, if it's a certain type of anxiety type of situation that triggers them, now they've recognized it and they can start working towards, okay, what can I do when I find myself in this situation? What can I do when I feel myself feeling this way? And start working on becoming well emotionally. Because again, if you allow your emotions to control you, It'll dictate your entire day. It'll dictate your relationships. And it's not really a healthy a healthy relationship you have with your emotions. And you want to be able to control your emotions. So you can have it. You have to have it in a leash and determine how you're going to shift and move around when you do feel a certain way. So get that emotional self-care and work on ways to become stronger emotionally. The second one is cognitive health care. Excuse me, self-care. And that is the self-care where you're learning and growing. What are you doing to better yourself? What are you doing to grow? So is it workshops that you're going to? Is it seminars online or face-to-face? Is it reading a book? Is it taking a class? Is it, is, is it something that you're doing to educate yourself? Because there are a lot of people who are struggling to ed- educate or expand their cognitive side, their brain health. And because of that, they're frustrated. I've learned so much about myself, a lot, a lot about the trauma, a lot about overcoming stuff from just reading. And now, just like emotional self-care, because I've educated myself, I've learned and I've grown. I've grown. I have learned ways to 
deal with those things before they come or when they are here because I've educated myself. Oh, well, I do recognize now I had that trigger because of so-and-so because I read and I actually did some work and I went to a workshop where I got the help through a therapist that told me to read a book more to educate me more about this thing. There are people who get frustrated because they can't educate themselves or go further in their education, you know, regardless of what area they're trying to go into. There are people who are frustrated because they're stuck or they feel stuck in a certain space when it comes to learning and growing, which adds to their frustration, which might add to their depression, which might add to their anger and so on. So just imagine what information you can learn about yourself, about the world that allows you to pretty much move and understand things so much better because you've taken time to work on your cognitive self-care. It's so important to educate yourself. And again, I don't, you, I don't want you to think about it from the lens of school. But I want you to educate yourself on areas that is, is important to you. It might be in your business. It might be in your branding. There might be little things that you have learned. And now that's relieved the stressor that you have in your life, that trigger that you have. And now because you've taken time and worked on your cognitive self-care, it's helping you with your emotional self-care. You see how all this stuff meshes together? Yes, that is the point. And the last thing is relational self-care. Those are those circles, those relationships that we have, those healthy ones. I know I've said it before, but assess your friendships, your relationships, because you want to be able to have connections that when you are struggling emotionally, you can call someone that's healthy in that area and they can support you. When you do want to learn and grow, you can connect yourself with positive circles that's going to educate you on those good things instead of educating you on those negative things. So those relationships are important. And if you don't have access to healthy relationships or social circles that are beneficial within your family, within your neighborhood, go online. I have literally made connections with people online that has changed my life. People I don't, I've never even met. I talk to on a regular basis on an accountability call because we have the same goal. We have the same idea in our head of what we're trying to do. I've had people that I've encountered and become my mentors and my coaches that I met online through a community because I've decided to, I wanted to learn and grow. And because I wanted to learn and grow is connected me with social circles and people that have the same type of goal that I have. Because unfortunately, not too many people that I know around me want to do the same things that I aspire to do. And that's okay. Everybody has their own path or their destination that they want to take or the way they want to go. But it was important to me to connect with people who could understand the same struggles that I have, which has allowed me to work on and become better in areas, other areas that I struggle with when it came to my emotional self-care, when it came to my cognitive self-care. So who are you connected with? And if you don't have that circle around you, Find people online, connect with a Facebook group. I'm even a part of an ADHD support group because of my son, which has helped me tremendously. Now I know out there that I'm not the only parent out there that's like, why do I, why does my child just like to chew on random things? That's another conversation, but you know, that's one of the things that we all have in common. And now we're like, oh yeah, my son likes to nibble on this. And another lady's like, oh, my, my daughter does this. And this is what I do to help him through that. I learned that just from being a part of this group. And now I've been able to give my son something to kind of help him through that, I guess, you know, process of wanting to chew on random things. I mean, it's real, you know. So 
look at what you can do to start working on your self-care in these areas. Remember, we want to start working on our emotional self-care where we are controlling our emotions and not allowing it to control us. We want to work on our cognitive self-care where we are learning and growing. And then we want to work on our relational self-care so we can make sure we're connected with the people that are going to help us better ourselves and become stronger all around. Are you looking for motivation? Are you looking for inspiration? Are you looking to transform a certain area of your life? Well, you need to check out Speak Fire, and that's fire with the Y. We are four like-minded individuals who have come together to inspire the masses. I am the host of Internal Fire, Aisha Thomas, and that is where we empower you from the inside out. If you are a leader, you have to check out the podcast called Leadership Fire with Michael G. For you students out there, check out Bobby Berg's podcast called Student Fire. And for you young people, Sean B. has the coolest podcast and is going to get you lit from the inside out. So check us out on social media at Speak Fire. And again, fire with the Y. Or go to speakfire.com. Now go and get caught up with those episodes today.